0: No purchase necessary for you. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, there. Seth Reynolds here, the Entrepreneurial Pastor, host of the Entrepreneurial Pastor speech, right here on the amazing Men of Power lineup on Fridays on the amazing Women of Power Radio Network. We're powered by Raven International, the, most, uh, the world's leading positive programming network. We want to have a great time with you today. Looking forward to uh, spending some time talking about how men... Should be able to interact with women on social media. And so we'll be talking about that today. It's kind of a long title, but I thought it would be appropriate to kind of get some ideas and thoughts regarding that so that we can really have a good time and understanding what it takes to make that all happen. Uh, today's show is going to be brought to you by Santa. That's SANA. That's S A N A. It stands for Single and Not Ashamed. You can go to singleandnotashamed.com and you'll find out more about the uh, SANA community. It's a group of individuals who are empowered, uh, empowered and support singles through innovative leadership for the purpose of transforming their communities. And their aim really is to do just that and do it in a big way among singles who happen to not to be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. They're mostly Christian folks that are part of this group, and they really are going after some good things in the kingdom of God. And so we really want to encourage you to be a part of that if you 're looking forward to being if you 're single, you happen to be uh, involved with uh, other single ministries and that kind of thing. This is a great good place to hang out it 's not a dating site, but it is something a little bit different uh, that gets people prepared for leadership in their lives and uh, also for ministry and other business business of that matter as well. So as we talk about uh, social media today, social media regarding uh, the of uh, the opposite sex, talk about men and women kind of connecting and, and uh, finding out ways to do things. Now, again, the Santa program has nothing to do with this specifically, but I wanted to bring it on my show today because I, th- I thought that it would be appropriate really to get a get a better clue, a better handle on how we go about working with men and women online. And if you've ever, ever had a chance to be somewhere offline, you know, maybe a party somewhere, and a group of people are having a conversation, it's, it's not typical that you jump in the conversation. Okay, because you know the folks that you may not, if you don't know them, certainly if you don't know them, to jump in the conversation, you'd be just kind of being a little bit rude probably at that point. But so the thing is a little bit different online because online, it's an open community. Now let's say, say Facebook, for instance. People are online on Facebook or Twitter, and, and anybody can jump in a conversation just by writing a few words. And those few words can be taken by another person and, and responded to, and not even the person that started the conversation they may, may, may or may not respond. But the re- reality is that when somebody does respond, there's, there's a, a new conversation just started. And when that new conversation starts, that can lead to an offline opportunity to talk and it can really lead to in, inboxing opportunities to communicate there or phone calls to be, be able to get on or Skype or something of that nature. So you can see where social media, the game has changed tremendously. The game has changed tremendously. We're going to talk about that today. i have got several points I want to cover with you today that really will help us understand how we begin to identify how to, to make friendships. The first thing we want to talk about is friendships, because if you're looking at working online, connecting with people online, one thing you'll want to probably do is identify folks that have similar interests. just like we do with friendships that we have in the natural. I say the natural, I'm talking about in our, in our everyday life. And so we are online, and we're probably in a group of some sort that so happens to be online, and we're part of this group uh, that has a, a like uh, some similar interest, maybe you like fishing, another person likes fishing, a, a woman might like fishing, a man might, man might like fishing, they've been in the same group together, and they're talking about fish. I don't know anything about fishing, so that would be my my place to hang out. But the thing is that if you have something of like interest or similar interest, you can kind of communicate about that particular interest in that group. Now, it begins to go a little bit further at some point regarding friendships because now you've got something that, Uh, has attracted you one to another in your comments. Now, again, keep in mind, we're writing. This is mostly all writing and or videos or photographs that we're putting up on these uh, online sites or these social media sites. And as we're doing that, people that see our content begin to respond. Now, if you notice that they're responding more and more and more and more, there may be some kind of interest, not just in you, but in what you're talking about. And because it's interesting what you're talking about, you may get what's called an inbox message. And that inbox message starts a relationship or a friendship, if you will, that will allow you to begin to grow and connect with one another on a more intimate level. Now I say intimate level only because I'm talking about uh, you communicating with them uh, via in- inbox messages and or text messages or via phone, if that's the case, of, uh, case that you might be involved in with them that way. But beyond that, now what happens, how do you go... From just an inbox message. Now, by the way, that didn't happen in a matter of a couple of days sometimes. Sometimes it does, but sometimes it's over time. I mean, really over time, because I'm have I've known I'm communicating with folks all the time online, because that's where I spend a lot of my time, and I, I recognize folks that have an interest in a, a topic matter, especially those in the entrepreneurial realm or somewhere in the ministry realm. I will continually pray for people, of course. That's what I do a pastor of a church, so I do pray for folks all the time. And then those that happen to be in business, I'm also giving advice about business and or, or radio or something of that nature. So if they have an interest or express an interest in one of the posts that I put out, I will kind of keep watching back and forth and thanking them for their post. If they if they comment three or four or five times, I'll, say, I'll send them a private message and say, thank you very much. I appreciate your post and your encouragement. It really means a lot. Now if they respond back to that post. I'm, I'm typically going to stay in touch with that person and find out a little bit more about it. Now, it's of the opposite sex, of course, I'm talking about women here, men and women. And if that happens on occasion, I, I make certain that I have a, I have some guidelines. I've got some, we call uh rules and regulations, if you will, or some boundaries, That's as the word I was before. I've got some boundaries that I make certain that I don't say things that are going to be inappropriate. I don't want to ever do that because I don't want to lead people in the wrong direction. So what I'm doing now is, uh, is really communicating with people that are online. Now, whatever I, here's what I try to do. Whatever I say publicly, I try to, try to make it say, whatever I say privately rather, I like to say that same, I like to be able to say that same thing publicly. Because uh, anybody could take anything that you say privately in an inbox message and post it publicly if they chose to. And that, that's happened on occasion with things that I've said to people that encourage them. They'll put it out as something that you know I, I've said to them, and there's nothing bad about it. It's just that the fact that, that that same thing could have been something crazy or bad. If I would have said something crazy or bad, they could have put that out as well. So, so keep in mind that when you say something privately, it can be something that can be posted publicly. And so you want to make certain that you're doing it in a good way. So for me, this uh, private thing about friendships... Is, is is a good thing because i, I friendships friendships are dynamite we get, we have to make certain sure we maintain them and and and, we're, and it takes work to make a to make a friendship work you, know, you understand that right it takes work to make a friendship work and if we're going to do uh, friendships online uh, it takes some time to develop it takes some time to get to know it takes some time of asking questions it takes some time of of understanding a little bit more about the individual because often we meet based on a uh, shared a shared value or shared experience that we have, and that particular shared experience that we have or or topic matter is something that drew us together as individuals and that, which is nice but but beyond that what will end up happening uh, they begin to find out about the person and when they find out about the person they'll find out that the person and the Interest level that they have, uh, would, may not be just, they may, not have, they may have more than just one interest. And so that one interest was one thing that got you together. That one interest was one thing that kind of gets you, got you, you know, kind of connecting with one another. But the idea behind connecting with folks on a, a more intimate level, when I talk about intimate level, I'm talking about we're talking to the place where you're getting uh, on the phone and communicating. That, you now that goes a little bit different because, see, writing and talking are two different things. I mean, people can write really wonderful letters and write really wonderful stuff, but sometimes they get on the phone and they don't have a conversation. <laughs> you ever had that happen to you, you understand what I'm talking about. There are folks that will try to get on the phone and never have anything actually good to say except for what they've written. And they really have a difficult time conversing. And that, there's nothing wrong with that is that if you have the expectation that they're going to be as flowery or as wordy as they were on, on their, in their writing uh, with this expectation of uh, this, this thing that you perceived in your mind, you've got to be ready to understand that this person's a better writer than they are a, a communicator, and then vice versa. You may find somebody to be a better communicator verbally uh, than, than they are in writing. So that, that's something that does come across as well. And then, of course, those are folks that do comu- communicate well in writing as well as verbally. So that's uh, really something to really begin to look at. So friendships kind of start in that realm, and you begin to move forward in your friendships. Now, I talked about the public uh, persona for a moment, because as we are working online, everything that we do is public. I mean, people see the stuff. Let's share a private group somewhere, a secret group, that kind of thing. But for the most part, we're doing public, public communication. And that public communication, once we put it out there, it's out there. Now you say, well, I can delete it. Well, you can delete stuff, but it doesn't mean that somebody didn't see it. It doesn't mean that somebody didn't save it. It doesn't mean that somebody didn't take a screenshot of it. It doesn't mean that somebody didn't copy and paste it somewhere else. It doesn't mean that. It means that it was public for a moment, and it could be. It could remain public forever. And so when you say something, make sure you make certain you want to say what you're going to say, because otherwise that public information can be something to come back and they're not haunt you necessarily. Well, sometimes it could haunt you, but it could be something that come back and and, and actually bites you pretty bad if it's something that's not good, something that you hadn't really thought through in a big way. So begin to think things through in a big way. This again, we're talking about today, uh, social media and and uh, relationships with the opposite sex. And if we're going to have public conversation with uh, uh let's say I'm talking men and women here, a man's going to have a public conversation with a woman. Might not want to do that. <laughs> if unless it's gonna be just kind of a generic conversation and everybody can participate. But if it's a one on one conversation and it's it's held in pub in a public platform, you may wanna take that to a private platform. And again I mentioned earlier that the conversations I'm having, these are conversations that I would I would I wouldn't mind somebody if they decided they wanted to post what I said privately to them publicly, I would be okay with it. Uh, because I'm talking to them specifically and they want to post it publicly, I will, I'll I'll back up those words that I said because I said them. That, that's kind of a unique thing. But, but the reality is that when we go beyond uh, just the public persona here, we, we've got to make sure that we want to say what we're going to say because, again, a year from now, two years from now, we may have forgotten what we've said. We may have forgotten what we put down on that uh, that social media platform for that day. What we wrote on that post for Facebook in 2000, whatever year it was. And we found ourselves a year from now having explained that to somebody that we're in relationship with. That's not the same person we were writing to. Well, think about that, because that's what social media does. Social media exposes us. <laughs> it exposes us in a big way, because not often do we think about these kinds of things down the road. Uh, but you know, you really begin to have to think about this. This is kind of an education. I have an audio series that we put together for some people that want to take, take advantage of that as well. It's how to how to start your own social media ministry, and you can get that at how to start your own social media ministry dot com. How to start your own social media ministry dot com. How to start social media ministry dot com. You can pick, pick it up there. But ideal guys, we we'll tell you this: that private conversations are good conversations. However. Keep in mind that private conversations can become public if you say the wrong thing to the wrong person. Keep in mind we don't know these people all that well. We know them from their public persona. And if you come across somebody that's not really that uh, honest with you, that you may be set up to be, to be put out in a different kind of way. So you want to certainly understand somebody better, and I, I would I would venture to say that it'd be okay to start talking on the phone at that point or communicating by Skype. So you have a chance to at least see them, communicate with them, do a, a Google Hangout or something like that, a private Google Hangout or or something that will allow you to communicate with them with your voice and and be able to be be able to be seen at the same time. Those are opportunities that are just as almost as good as being right right with somebody. But it does have a safety measure involved, uh, where you're not having to be specifically right there with them at that moment. Uh, just on Skype for instance, you're having a chance for them to see your face, they you usually see their face, and you're having to have a conversation. You can watch their eyes and all of that as well. So again, this is a developing relationship or with the opposite sex and we, we do these things a little bit differently than we have in the past. So it, it moves it moves a fast too, because you can dialogue, you can communicate and do it more and more and more uh, the, more you, the more you find yourself connecting with somebody, the more you want to connect with them. That happens. Just like you do in the, in the natural sense where we are meeting people at, at restaurants or meeting some meeting them at their, at their home or meeting them in a public location somewhere. We have to actually drive there, take the time to prepare ourselves to get ready to go there. We've got a lot of stuff we've got to prepare to get there. Then we finally get there. Then we have a limited amount of time to be there, whereas we're in our homes or and uh, on the internet and using social media such as the Skype or or using a uh, Google Hangout, we don't even have to do a lot of preparation. Other than just turn our computer on or our phone on and begin to start talking. And when we do that, we <laughs> we don't have to worry about time as much because we we know that we're in an environment that's safe and it's our own home or a place that we want to be. And we're not we're not really sweating the fact that we've got things other things to do like tr- be traveling around or getting dressed or doing something. I mean, in our best suits and that kind of thing, we can just be kind of casual if we want to. And so with that, that, that going on, uh, the casualness of that relationship being developed and friendship being de- developed at that point, it, it becomes something a little bit a little bit more laid back for you. And you would think that, you, here's, here's where we get fooled. We think that we know somebody really, really well because we've spent more time hours-wise in the initial stages than we would if we knew them offline. Offline, again, takes time to connect with people, even if you live in the same city, it, it, we generally don't spend as much time we do with those as we do online. and So again, keep in mind that these things can be a little bit tricky sometimes to some degree. So again, using the proper wording, by the way, and that's another thing I'll talk to you about today. Using the proper wording because, oh boy, one word out of place can make a, make a real big mess. I mean, one word out of place can make a real big mess. I mean, somebody typing something, and you type the wrong word in, and they read it the wrong way, and, and then you try to explain what you just said to them, and they say, no, you didn't say that, you said this, and, and you, know, you say you didn't mean this, and you, oh my God, you got a you got an nightmare on your hand. But changing those words around and, and saying them the right way, and again, this is going to happen, by the way, you, every one of us is, is prone to make mistakes at times. Not every one of us makes mistakes all the time, but once in a while, you make a mistake. Once in a while, you may send a note to the wrong person. I've done it before myself. And then nothing, I mean, again, because I'm not talking them crazy, I'm not talking crazy to anybody, so it didn't make a difference that it wasn't a bad note, it was just a note to the wrong person. And uh, I just thought to myself, gee, if I'd have said something really like, wow, or crazy, I'd have been in bad shape there. I sure would have. But the reality is that I make certain that I'm, I'm regulating the kinds of words that I'm speaking to people. I'm regulating the words that I'm communicating with people about so that I don't find myself in trouble. And again, on a communication level, uh, there again, we're talking about being accurate in our communication, being mindful of other people and their understanding, and making certain that they understand what we've just said. So sometimes it seems as though we may be repeating ourselves. Uh, that's okay, because we're happy to be online. And if you, uh, sometimes, one of the features that I think that Facebook has is really uh, in the inbox section, There was a one-minute feature where you can actually do a voice a voice message in the in, in, uh, instant messenger. And that voice message really, really solidifies those typed messages. So I'll, I'll use those voice messages on occasion when I'm communicating with a group of people or just one individual to let them know, to make sure they understood what I was talking about. And so I'm able to communicate this by, by just talking it out and also writing it out. And so they, they're, they're, they've gotten two forms of communication. You see, not everybody, hear this, not everybody um understands or comprehends everything that's written right away. So sometimes a reinforcement of having having communication via a verbal communication might be a little bit better just to reinforce what, you, what you've written. You know, oh, I get it now. I understand now. And then some people don't understand. I mean, you may say something verbally on your instant messenger uh, through ver- verbal voice that they have available on Facebook. And you might say something verbally that, that needs to be written out as well. So that's why I use them both, so that I'm able to communicate both ways. And, and, and often what I'll do, too, is determine what is the best form of communication a person would want to receive from me. You want to write that down, <laughs> because sometimes the best form of communication is not what you think it is. You might be gung-ho about using uh, the voice voice message feature, and they're going, like, I'm, dead. I'm just done with this voice message thing, because like, I don't understand what he's saying. I can't even understand. can he hear it. Well, don't use the voice message feature if that's a, a person's preference. A person may have a preference of writing. If they have a preference of writing, write it. If they have a preference of using that voice feature, they'll voice you back, by the way, if they have a preference of using the voice feature. Which is, they'll find it to be something uh, convenient. And you can have, like, these short little dialogues uh, just by voice, voicing each other back and forth, voice messaging, uh, voice messaging each other back and forth. And so that's one way that I, I I work on both. So it works well for me uh, to communicate with people that way. So that, that's that's communication piece. We're going to talk about that. Now, let, let me get into something I think that you will appreciate a little bit more, and that's going to be long distance relationships. Now we'll talk about now long distance relationships as friends, and and at some point because you have developed a, a long distance relationship on on Skype or or um, uh, got Facebook here, what's going to end up happening? You're going to be on the phone. <laughs> You're going to be on the phone eventually because. The communication that you're having on on uh, by, by texting back and forth and the short messages that you have going back and forth through uh, the voice feature on Facebook or or whatever that that's nice. You could be on uh, on the phone or on Skype talking because that that personal connection. That, you, that people long for by the way people long for personal connection when they can't have it the next best thing is to have them have a person be seen and ex- and heard at the same time which is opportunity to really you know to dialogue a little bit more and, and really connect a little bit more so again here is where that long distance relationship begins to develop and again i'm talking about a friendship it doesn't have to be a dating situation but it can be just a friendship that now it could turn into dating but it, but it can be just a friendship where you are just talking to people communicating with them having a good time, enjoying yourself, having a friendship. But you know why you're doing what you're doing. You know that social media has brought you together. Keep in mind that you can take it all. Trace it back to the very beginning, the way you started. And it started online and it went to, uh, went to Skype and now it went to the voice message feature and it went to now the phone and, and you're communicating verbally here long distance. Now, that is dynamite. It's wonderful. You can be an hour away from somebody or you can be... Uh, five states away or 20 states away, but the difference is that you're able to communicate with a person that you've had a uh, like interest with initially, and then you're, be- you're in a situation where you're now wanting to talk with one another on a more frequent basis. And so when that happens, you just, you just continue to pour yourself into that person as an individual and develop a real gi- legitimate friendship. And you, you'll see that friendships develop fast. I'm telling you, fast. On, online, up to the online relationships, a lot faster sometimes than they do when they are when you're dealing with somebody that's away away from you. Now, when it comes to the phone again or or to the uh, to the Skype, Skype feature, you'll see, you'll notice that even though you won't see each other personally, I mean, like one on one, there's a friendship that begins to develop. And I've got friendships like that myself, where I have people that I know around the country, and we talk quite frequently. And as we communicate quite frequently, we know when when, we, when we're going to call each other, when it's going to happen, and and we kind of we tease each other quite a bit, but we have a good time communicating. These are friends of mine that really have a we have a great time talking on the phone and also uh, connecting with each other via the text messaging and also the uh, feature that Facebook has available. So those are some things regarding communication and uh, also long distance. Uh, I say friendship, long distance friendships, and then friendships can go into dating, by the way. And you want to have a good friendship before you have a dating situation. Again, we're talking about here today on, on the show, uh, this is Ed Reynolds, the entrepreneurial pastor, talking to you about uh, social media and um, and, 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 and friendships uh, of the opposite sex. And if you've got friendships of the opposite sex, you are going to use social media in a very, very positive way. Uh, that's going to be beneficial for the people that are involved. And not get yourself all caught up in something that's going to really drain you and not get to your knees at some point. Don't do that. But here's something that really has gotten, um, I think, Not out of hand, but I think that it's gotten to people to understand that what will happen because we don't know each other, because people don't know each other, there's got to be questions asked. You know, one of the uh, ministers, uh, Treflo Dollar, talked about this in one of his messages he gave recently. Regarding people that are dating, and that is to ask a lot of questions, a thousand questions. He said a thousand questions, but may not be quite that many, probably. But, but ask a lot of questions. I mean, ask a lot of questions about people and find out their background, find out where they, they've come from, how they treat their parents and their kids if they have kids, and how they, how they, how they you know, take care of their bills if they have a, they, if they, they have a job, and talk, talk about things that because this goes into the dating realm. If you're going to look at dating, they go in courtship and even to marriage, if That's going to be part of the situation for you identify these things early so you don't find yourself trapped in a situation that you don't want to be in. Because a nice, good conversation could jump a few hurdles too soon that will lead to a situation or relationship that is far beyond where it should be because they didn't ask the proper questions. And, again, i just make you mention this because there are people that have found themselves, and I know this to be true, they found themselves online with a person that just expressed the interest in their life and have found themselves connected too quick. And too quick of a connection made for a, a bad situation. And again I've seen people fall apart completely. I've seen some recognize it soon enough to get out of it. And I've seen some that have worked really well because they follow the procedures that I'm talking about here and even even have had some success in just kinda just kinda of, kind of taking taking their time being slow about it. And not necessarily following what I'm talking about, but just taking taking their time being slow about it. I've actually had a couple that uh, did, did counseling with me online. We did counseling together. I'm a pastor, of course, right? So I did counseling with this couple online, and as I did counseling with them for them to be married, they were counseled, and uh, we did that over several weeks, of uh, and, and several sessions, rather, right, I should say, several sessions of counseling with homework and the whole deal, and then we were able to see them get married, actually perform the ceremony. The ceremony was actually in their state where they live. I flew there, did the ceremony, came on back home. But the reality was that they, they knew each other quite a bit longer than just that few few months, few months of counseling that I did with them. They knew each other quite a bit longer than that so that when we came to the counseling table, they got the same kinds of questions that anybody that would counsel right, right in front of me got because I was able to see them at the same time, which is me too. So that's kind of a cool thing to be able to have that kind of counsel session and with somebody online and then I identify that the need for them to be you know, in whatever state say they happen to be. By the way, they were in the same state at the time, living in two different homes, but they did counseling together with me online. And so it worked out really well, and they're still married today, which is a good testimony, right? That's a good testimony. So we know that this stuff does work. It can work effectively if you're going to have, a, again, social media friendships and out of the opposite sex. These are uh, situations where things do change. And, again, like anything else in life, social media is constantly changing. And uh, my my recommendation is that again, if you're going to put anything out, make sure that you want to have it out there. It's just going to be out there forever, and unless unless you decide to delete it really early in the process. Because again, you never know who's going to copy it, who's going to like it, who's going to who's going to want want uh, want to have the information available to themselves. What you thought was a bad quote, somebody else might take and write that quote down and say and give you credit for it, <laughs> and and put it out there consistently. And you never even know it until later down the road. Those kind of things do happen. So I'm getting back to the question-answering thing. Ask a, ask, a lot of, ask a lot of questions and answer questions too. On the other side of you asking questions, be fair to the person that you're connecting with. Answer questions that might seem to be complicated for you sometimes. Answer those questions so that they'll know that you're serious about being in a relationship with them. That's a good thing as well. So go ahead and answer those questions. And, and I want to talk about, we're wrapping up here momentarily here, but we talk about values. And uh, spiritual beliefs; uh, those are things that you want to really, really hone in on. Because when we find people that have certain values in their lives, they've gotten those values from something that they believed. They've gotten those values from something that's been practiced, something that people have a uh, they've been connected with in, in a family life of some sort. Uh, they've been connected in a maybe a job or ministry that they've been involved in. They picked up certain values that they live by, and those values have to be shared with. I mean, not all of their values, but there's certain values that have to be shared with one another in order for people to get along really well. You know that you had an interest in something, but just because you had an interest in something doesn't mean you have a, a strong value there. I mean, to have an interest in fish is one thing, but to have a value of, of eating is another thing, and the kind of food that you decide to eat make, make a difference as well. Those are the kinds of values, values that are so much different. And then you talk about spiritual, spiritual dynamics, which happens to be an area of your faith. If you are a, you're a Christian and somebody else is a, of a different religion, you might have a problem with that. I mean, they may have a problem with you as well. So be, be aware that it, it, on this online connecting and friendships, and those kinds of things, uh, if you understand where people stand, if you understand what people believe, you can approach the relationship that way as well. Because if you're not, not going to get married necessarily, you're not going to be dating necessarily, but you want to be friends, it's okay to have values that, or beliefs that may be a little bit different. Because you have something that you can communicate about, you can talk to about if you choose to, or you can even avoid that subject matter if you choose to. But if you were to be going to begin to the place where you're going to be dating, values become very important. If you get to the place where dating, dating, and a relationship begins to develop to courting or to marriage, values and what you believe, I mean, those become extremely important. And so those conversations may not happen until later in a friendship. But, again, you want to have a friendship that's going to be one that's going to be fruitful, productive, long-term if you can, uh, one that's going to be a blessing to all those that are involved, including yourself. So that's the hell idea behind that. And then lastly, I'll tell you about this, is having an immediate immediate family. The immediate family matters. Now, let me, let me explain that to you. Family that you live with, family that you are close to, family that you love dearly, and family that they love dearly should matter in relationship because, keep in mind, this person, this we're talking about a friendship now. Families matter in friendships, sure they do. But when you get into the dating process, it becomes more process. It becomes more vital. Get into the uh, courting process, it becomes even more vital. Get into marriage, it becomes even more vital. So you want to make certain that if you're going to be moving beyond just a friendship situation, that you realize that the values that you have, the, the beliefs that you have, uh, the the families that you're involved with, those things really do matter a whole lot. I've seen families fall apart as a result of values not being shared in common. I've seen families fall apart because of they're not their beliefs are so much different. And I've seen families fall apart because their families could not get along. That is sad. Those three last things we talked about right now are extremely valuable, going beyond friendships, because the friendships going to be part of our life no matter what. If we're married, it's going to be a friend. It's going to be courting, you It's going to be a friend. If you're going to be a person that's just going to be dating, it's going to be a friend. If you want to be a friend only. Listen, hold on to it, value your friendship, make certain your friendship is going to be something that you want to be able to say, yes, this is my friend, we met a certain way, and we're having great relationship, good communication uh, via this, uh, this social media platform that we happen to be using. So listen, guys, that's, that's going to be it right now. As I said, Reynolds, I'm signing sign off right now, but the entrepreneurial passion speaks something every Friday right here on the amazing Power lineup. Uh, here at 11, uh, actually 11 a.m. Pacific time here on the West Coast. And I look forward to seeing you next time right here on the amazing Men of Power Hour. I thought the amazing Men of Power Hour on the amazing Wonder of Power Radio Network. Powered by Raven International. God bless you. Until next time, this is Pastor Seth, Sign off. See you.